I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Gather around the campfire, everyone. I can't say campfire. Gather around the campfire. Maybe you're from another, maybe you're, you're channeling another. Gather around the campfire, everyone. Why do it's I say campfire? Because you're English. Gather around the, the camp. Camp. Gather around the campfire. Camp fire, Stop it. Gather around the, the campfire, camp everyone. It's, it's time, time for, for the Connor and Smith Show. Wow. wow. That, that, was, is, that is fantastic. It's, it's going well. Wow. Right. Happy Labor Day weekend, everyone. So we're going to call Sundays Short Attention Span Sundays. We're going to cover a couple of things. It's not going to be real long. Um, it might be busted. It could be busted. But it's going to be spooky and creepy and interesting. I mean, that's our aim. Uh, yeah. So what should we do now? We're going to talk. We did a Facebook Live um, about oak mites. Uh, I feel like the oak mite bite thing is dwindling a little bit. But still weird. And still kind of happening because I still got two this week. Like, so, you wake up in the morning and you're like, and not talking about you, I'm talking about me. You wake up and you're like, how did I get two bites on my bum? But, yeah. No, the bum, it's English. Oh, yeah. The bum's rush. The bum. Um. Anyway, so we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with oak mites, which is a phenomenon happening in the, you know, areas that had the uh, Brood X cicadas. We'll talk about it in the thing. We will be right back. Auditory listening, we are doing this episode as a Facebook Live. Um, so if you hear us say, look at the pug, we know you can't see it. Yeah. And if we say hello to people who don't seem to be there, they could either be Facebook viewers, commenters, or maybe they're ghosts. Oh, wow. I didn't think about that. Ghost likes, yeah, ghost so... friends, ghost... <laughs> so here we are. We're gathered around a artificial campfire in our living room. There's no fire in the house, of course. This is done with lighting, folks. But because we are members of Amazon, <laughs> we have got our Members? I don't know. I guess we are Prime members. I'm a Prime member. If I want something, um, it comes, like, right away. Yep. Um, so, tonight we are talking about... The ghost of... No. The cicadas. Well, yeah. The cicada ghost has left the area, and now what happened a few weeks ago is... Oak mite infestation in any areas that... Uh, experienced high volume of cicadas, we were left with another plague because one, two, three were not enough in the past couple years. Um, here's another, uh, oak mites. So these are microscopic little pests that um, are really just out of control in this area. They give you these bites, but you don't see these things. Uh, but you see the bites, and these are so much worse than mosquito bites. These are, yeah, we can start showing bites. I have a bite here I just got last night, I think. And yep. I've had about, I've had over a dozen. Steven um, had a bite on his eye. On my eyeball. Yeah, it was, I mean, it, on the serious scale, it was like a 9.2. I cannot explain it. And that was from the French judge. It was excruciating. It felt like I got punched in the eye. 
Um, my eye started crying tears. My nose started running at the same time. It was red all, this was like a day or two ago. Uh, it was terrible. And I also got bit on the other eyelid. Um, that one really hurt too. But for the, uh, like 24 hours, I felt like I had a black eye. And I, you know, almost did. Um, so these bites, uh, did anyone out there watching get bites? What? anyone out there watching right now get these bites oh i thought you said did anyone watch me get bites <laughs> no anyone that's watching right now did you get a bite or listening feel free to comment or write think- to us i'm itching just talking about this i man. was thinking about making like if i could if i had a bakery which i don't if i could get uh, if i could if i owned a bakery i would say hey guys this month we're gonna make mite bites and they're like little graham cracker cicada bottoms. No. And on the top is like a marshmallow Absolutely mite. Not. And then on top is a thing of red chocolate. No. And no. it's like a sh- s'more, but it's called a mite bite. I want to vomit. That um, sounds terrible. Could you imagine? Hey, we have a special on mite bites. Anyway. Um, anyway, the, the, the bite itself, it becomes like elevated. Uh, I thought it was a spider bite. Yeah. I, I went down YouTube. Uh, I thought it was bed bugs. Um, oh, Debbie got some. She says yes. She oh. got some too. Or I mean, she might be saying yes to the uh, lighting. No, to the mite bites. No, I. No one's saying yes to that. Well, um, maybe. So anyway, they linger for about two weeks. Yep. And there's no doctors are like I don't know. Uh, put put you know neosporin on. The, I, I guess DEET protects you, but. It's the, no one's really come out with. I mean, it's been on the news and stuff. And I've so I wrote on Facebook about it. Anybody else uh, having this happen? So here are some of the comments, maybe by some of the people watching. We have. Uh, I'm gonna leave the names anonymous. Oh, good. Um, summer 2021 lullaby. <laughs> good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the oat mites bite. Um, four more bites today. Two others from Friday kept me up all night. I hate these effers. Hydrocortisone helps the itch, but not the soreness. Basically coating myself in off before I go outside until late October. Yeah, because they're supposed to be around till the first freeze. Yay! Um, other responses. Uh, let's see. Someone told me that camphophonique is what helped with the itch. I don't know. I didn't try it. Uh, they can apparently bite through clothing as they are microscopic, which I've said already. Um, yeah, because I've got bites on my backside as well. How did they get there? Um, then we have... Uh, let's see. <laughs> no, we can't. Let's see. I can't see. There's no lights it's on. It's hard to see. Um, By the light of silvery moon. Somebody said that hand sanitizer... Uh, helped, huh? Uh, which is interesting because that seems like it would burn like hell. Um, maybe that's what no, helps. No, it helps to maybe dry keep, it out. Keep, you mean before or after? No, not preventative, like treatment. Oh, treatment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I ain't putting that on. Someone Although else. I am itching my head just talking about it. I'm getting itchy just. I talking. think I've got the cooties. Uh, ah! uh, somebody said that bug spray doesn't work. Uh, um. Somebody said that taking an antihistamine helps. Let me tell you, I have allergies like 24-7, 365. 
and taking antihistamines doesn't even help me. So if it doesn't help me from the normal stuff, it's not going to help me from the post-apocalyptic plague mites. Right. Um, a lot of people have sent pictures with their bites. They all look the same. Someone said, cicadas, the gift that keeps on giving. It's great. Um, someone else said, I'm taken to calling them the Mighty Biteys. I'm up to 12, and my original bite from three weeks ago still hasn't faded. That's cute. Mighty Biteys. Oh, come to think of it, I just hit my ear. There, I had one in, in my ear, like in the inside, that was really weird. It went in your nose. Oh, I had one in my nose. I was leaving the gym one evening, and I must have breathed it in, because literally I, I felt this like... Uh, oh God, oh God, what just happened? I was like, oh God, that's that's exactly what it is. It's a mite bite. And I got this really, it felt like a pimple, but it didn't really react like, anyways, it was there for a while. And now I think it's gone. Oh, my mom's calling. Oh no. That's okay, hit the red button. Uh, I don't want to be the one that hit the red button. Okay, well, you have a, okay. do you think you need to take it? No. Well, this is a first for the podcast. We've never had a phone call. Um, we never had a phone and caller. It's Penny Connor calling and saying, Matt, get off the podcast. Nobody cares. Anyway, the consensus is everybody is having the same issue. In this area. Yeah. So it's what? A sort of a... It's a local phenomenon. But no, I mean, how local? Like, does we, do we go up as far as, like, Delaware? I'm not sure. I guess anywhere we had brood X cicadas. Well, I think Debbie might be around Winchestery, so that's it's out that far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, is there like a is there like a um, a central area then a radius around that? You know, I'm not sure. Um, okay. Because the central radi- area and the radius around that is there's like 13 of them all over my body, and I'm not thinking about anybody else but my itches, which is awful, but. Um, that's how you feel. That's how terribly itchy they are. And I have some that just can't heal because they... Ugh. Anyway, if anybody else is experiencing... Well, I, we've already heard that they are, so never mind. Never mind. Um, but yeah, that's the Oak Mites. That is the phenomenon that is the Oak Mites. Well, what's so weird about it is we, of course, went through the cicadas, mm. and we kind of forget about what that is like until it happens like oh that's right that's what happens and oh that's what it sounds like it sounds like a humming in the trees and oh that's right they leave back these little carcasses and blah blah blah. then all of a sudden this starts happening that just felt like oh my god Mm. i don't remember 17 years ago that the uh, we we were living in this area 17 years ago yeah absolutely i don't remember us having like oak mite bites never nope nope did not um so anyway uh, this season, besides Oak Mites tonight, um, coming up, we're going to be talking about a lot of local DMV legend and lore, and then we'll branch, after we kind of circle the DMV area, we'll branch outward uh, and upward. Um, we're, we're, I have questions on my shirt because we have so many questions about so many different things that we're going to be exploring, and we're going to be talking to guests sometimes. Sometimes we're just going to be talking to each other. Um, either way, it's going to be very interesting to dive into some of this stuff there's a lot of local legend and lore in the dmv area um whether it's the bunny man or whether it's chessy the chesapeake bay monster or mole dyer the witch or any number of other things the oh the snally gaster one of my new favorites um there's a lot of stuff to kind of do a deep dive on and just see 
how did this start? What is this phenomenon based on? And and what what is it today? And and what it started? What 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 were the uh, kernels of its inception? And you know, and then find the physical trace of what's left behind nowadays. Um, yeah. So I think that'll be fascinating. We're gonna start uh, September first and go through November fifth. That will be season two. Um, and then I think we'll have a little mini holiday season to end the year out. Um, but that's the plan, Stan. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, stay safe from the mites, and um, I guess maybe. I mean, I gotta take, change this so I can. Sorry, comment. We will um, hopefully uh, see you and be with you on our podcast uh, show, season two coming up. Yep. Okay, so I hope the oak mites are done now. Um, now we want to turn our attention to Jetpack Man, which uh, he was active as of a month ago. We haven't heard anything since, but there's a guy with a jetpack in L.A. who planes have seen, and it's like Iron Man or the Rocketeer, somebody who's blasting off with this jetpack. Whoever he is, I'm sure it's a person I wouldn't want to know. Um, but we are going back to Kevin Boyce from NASA in our Ask Kevin segment to hear about Jetpack Man and what he thinks about it. It's just silly and makes me go, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. So here we go. Jetpack Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Kevin, we are calling you today about this crazy story out of, of course, Los Angeles, the mysterious flying figure known as Jetpack Man is spotted for the fourth time. Uh, the mysterious unidentified Jetpack pilot was spotted again near Los Angeles International Airport Wednesday. A Boeing 747 pilot reported seeing the flying object and the tower reacted with a cascade of alerts to incoming and outgoing planes to keep eyes out for the flying person. This is the fourth time Jetpack Man has been spotted flying over Los Angeles flight zone in recent months. Um, there's a lot of speculation here. Is this really a dude in a jetpack? If so, is it like early uh, Rocketeer or Tony Stark level stuff going on? Or is it more likely... Elton like John. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it more like it's not Elton John? It, wouldn't that be hysterical, though? I mean, he's got the money, but... Um, is it more likely something that's made to look like a man that's a drone kind of being piloted around? Oh, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a picture on this on this article, but I don't know if that is a uh, an actual photo because the video in the video he's pretty far away, so it's could it could be a drone. I mean, there are there are jetpacks that people can um, use for fairly short times and i've seen videos of of uh i guess the navy is testing some they had they had one that came out a little while ago of uh some dude jumping uh, from one ship to another with a with a jetpack you know flying up i don't know a few hundred feet um so i don't know what the uh what, what how long this guy is around there um or so it's not un, unreasonable that it could be a person it's probably some 
tech bro dude who I was going to say more money than sense. I was going to say this sounds like a like a Elon Musk kind of jerk kind of <laughs> yeah. situation. Um, yeah. Why is I mean, he a jerk? I, I, he just it's a long story. Um, what do you think of the this is not about Jetpack Man, but what do you think about all the private billionaires taking flights to space, like touching space and running back and drinking champagne? Like what? It's like a space game of it. Yeah. Are yeah. You, I, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting that, that you know, the, the one who hasn't done that yet is Musk and he has an actual space company that is putting real things in space for so much cheaper than what the uh, the traditional companies have been able to do that uh, all, all NASA projects want to fly on Falcons because they're so much cheaper that you have more money to spend on the rest of the project. Um, so that, you know, actually doing something that's real for for space travel, whereas the other guys are really well. That's not entirely true. They are they are sort of aiming at being commercial providers, but they seem to be going for the tourism uh, bit first. Yeah, it's interesting. The um, the Bezos rocket. I don't know. I mean, you seem to know a lot about rockets. That's all seemed to go off pretty much without a hitch. It was very slick, but it was also like. And we're in space and now we're not. It wasn't like, you know, uh, a NASA mission. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it didn't didn't reach orbit. Right. Um, but I mean, like, it was, it was yeah. a slick operation, though, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it does seem to be. I didn't really watch uh, either of the either the Blue Origin or the Virgin Galactic um, ones. But it did, did seem like it all went off very well. Um, so good for that. It was pretty fascinating. I will say the first time we watched it on, I think it was maybe Sunday morning or something. The, um, the first mission was what the English guy Branson. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, when they were taking off, and of course it looked like a big plane, like three planes or whatever, pushing this thing together, and like literally shorter than an episode of the Queen. They're back. Yep. <laughs> And you're like, oh my God, they're already landing. It was so fast. And then Jeff's system was even faster. Yeah. It was like quicker than driving from here to Kevin's house. Oh, much quicker. Yeah. Except they could see Russia from their house. From their rocket. <laughs> I can see Russia Whee. from my rocket. That's a bumper sticker. Wait, that's what we could sell in our merch shop. <laughs> that's okay. So wait a minute. Uh, Kevin, when they when they, they everyone keeps talking about the curvature of the Earth, right? You can see the, the see that it's actually a ball when you're up that high. Yeah, that's probably true. Now, have you seen this documentary? I know you probably didn't watch it because clearly you wouldn't care. But there's not there's a documentary about flat Earthers. <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched it, but uh, yeah, they 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 kind of. They kind of blow me away that 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 I can't uh, get over do it. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's fascinating about it is even though you watch it, and I say you, I mean in me, when I watched it, it's so wackadoo that you you don't even find common ground to even argue because it's it's almost like where we are politically, either you believe it was you know hot green or it was dark blue, but there's no even discussion about even having a debate yeah yeah you 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 have to you know, it's like what prove me wrong well i have to step back so far back so many levels back from what you're saying 
that that's that's where the wrong starts. Um, you know, my, my I, I think if I were to run into one, especially the ones that travel to conferences, like time zones. How do you get time zones if it's flat? I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point. <laughs> you, why why are you jet lagged? I don't understand. And and they have you know they have made up stories about the, the light gets tired and it takes a while to go across the earth. And it's like, you know, yeah, that, that works in disc world because there's literally magic in there, but this is real. So jetpack man, probably just, a, a, I mean, cause that's gotta be an expensive hobby. Oh, it's yeah. It's expensive no matter what, even if it's a drone, but it's super expensive if, if it's not. And, Oh, let me tell you one thing. I was back in the days when you could listen to the air traffic control when you were on an airplane. Um, I was at San Francisco one time where they have one controller for both takeoffs and landings because they often have, they have crossed runways and they often run the takeoffs on one and the landings on the other. So they have one controller who's doing that. And I'm listening, waiting for our uh, flight captain to, to, to break into this constant flow of, of, you know, line up and wait and, prepare you know, ready for takeoff you know turn right 20 to 20 and and uh clear for takeoff and all that stuff and and then all of a sudden he's talking to this guy in a private plane you know romeo juliet uh 57 follow the the highway uh, until you get to some landmark and then uh turn left heading 180 and and like that's when i realized i could not be a tra air traffic controller i would have been like you know just losing my top get out of my airspace <laughs> oh but my he was god just calmly you know telling the guy where to go and get him and i i can't imagine what it's like when when you have a, a some dude like this who you can't even talk to when did they stop um being able to listen to the air traffic controllers um well it's i don't know maybe you can still do it somewhere i haven't flown a lot recently but they they had sometime after 911 they they started making it do uh, up to the pilot's discretion i mean this was just on united i i don't know if other airlines did it too but on united you know channel 9 on your headset you could listen to the the pilot talking to the air traffic control um and then they made it up to the pilot's discretion some of them didn't want the passengers listening in on it because they might learn something dangerous or something i don't know right it um, seems like a, a fraught situation uh, um it was but i mean you know the time when we were coming into uh to uh chicago o'hare and couldn't get the plane stable and had to go around and turned out to be that the wind had shifted and they had they were turning the entire air airport around and all of the you know 20 airplanes that were on final approach had to now reroute around and stuff. It was nice to hear that. So when all of a sudden there's a roar of the engine and we're not landing and then we're turning this way and we're going up this way and we're flying, you're getting way up to like 7,000 feet again. It's like, what's happening? What's happening? I was listening and I'm like, Oh, okay. They're just telling us to do this. And, and uh, well, now we're going this and wow, it must be really hard to reroute you know, a plane who can't land when you've got this whole pattern of stuff. And I didn't realize at the time they were rerouting all the planes, but I'm sure they have a book, you know, with a page for that. They don't even have to look up because they know how to do it. And it's Chicago and it's windy. And sometimes the wind shifts and must happen fairly often. Right. But, uh, but yeah, they sort of stopped doing that. And then they changed all of the, uh, 
audio and video systems on the planes. So now I, I don't, there isn't a channel nine and I often, I have in the last few times I've flown, which has been a while now, I haven't seen a way to hear the air traffic control. So you, you don't know if you can hear them say, look out, it's jetpack man. <laughs> right. I mean, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> All right. Well, we will call you back when we have another stumper for us. Uh, thank you as always, Kev, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. So wow, uh, groundbreaking! Oak mites and jetpack man. We've we've kind of run the gamut of strange, weird, short attention span things. And you're welcome. Yes, and things you didn't know about here. Listen, this has been a jam-packed week. We usually do Thursdays through Sundays. We did Wednesday through Sunday this week, just for the premiere week. Um, we're going to be branching off and doing a whole bunch of stuff we have never done before, including even watching some movies that are appropriate for this time of year and doing our uh, kind of like notes on the movies and what we think about them. Yeah, I would say anyone who follows us and anyone who already knows us, you probably already know that you don't know where we're going to go, but we're going to go, we're just going to, you know, beat our own drum and we've decided to just kind of, you know, make it up as we go along. So uh, we'll see. Absolutely. We're going to be talking to some authors in the coming week. Um, well, because honestly, Stevie, and you know this, like when you bring up a topic such as like, you know, uh, mysterious, strange, creepy um, stories, it kind of goes into all kinds of different departments. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, everyone's got a story that they could probably even tell us right now. Like, oh my God, I've got a, a crazy story that's kind of spooky. And if you do, please submit it to us. You can find us at Connor and Smith, Connor with an ER, on Facebook. You can find our website, www.connor.smith.com. Dot musicals at gmail.com is our email. Um, our website, I'm sorry, is www.connorsmithmusicals.com. Um, send us your stories if you want us to talk about them. We've already gotten so many submitted and I can't wait to go through them, but if you have something you want to talk about, even on Short Attention Span Sunday, we're happy to even just bring it up, read it. Um, but yeah, um, that is all we have for you. It's been a great premiere week. We're looking forward to the rest of the fall season. And as we always say, never, never stop, stop questioning. questioning. All right. Bye, everybody.